healing, self-care, mental health, laugh, joy, women, real black girl shit, to be whole is to be healed, black girl joy, healing journey, black woman be whole. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's the Black Woman Behold podcast. We're your hosts, Kim Marquia and Anisha. What's and up, what's up? Black women hey, working what's on up, what's up? Hey, being whole. We're working on being whole today. We're trying to get our energy right. Ooh, it's gonna be rough, but we're gonna give you something today. I promise. I promise. We on episode 13, still in season three. You don't have to throw still in there, Kim. That was rough. <laughs> Let everybody know what we've been doing. Fucking, we're uh, still here. <laughs> damn. Oh man, we're gonna get through. We're gonna make it one more again, and then we could we could do our, our whole new spiel and do some other things. But this episode is entitled "Talk to Me Nice," right? We're going to talk, talk about nice. communication and how to not talk to me, because then you're gonna get that dragon. And <laughs> so, ooh, and then we're gonna, we know what we gotta do, right? We're gonna do the housekeeping. You know, before we get into that, let me check it with my girls, ladies. What are y'all working on this week? What's going on? What you working on now? What's up, Marquia? What's saying, good? <laughs> trying to keep saying it's been a rough month and a half i'm just gonna leave it at that so just trying to make it through with all of my faculties that's, that's always important <laughs> for all of them not one or two but all the faculties <laughs> just have a couple with you what about you anisha what's going on you know what i'm working on i realized that i want to get better at my public speaking skills now if you offer me a public speaking gig I'm going to say yes, because some years ago, I said I was going to say yes to everything. But what y'all don't know is that I get, like, seriously anxious before I have to speak. Like, it's rough. I'm going to tell y'all a quick story. It's going to be quick. One time I had a speaking engagement, and everything in me was like, you can't do this. I was so nervous that I went to the bar beforehand. I had a drink, and I had a whole plan to fall down the steps just enough. That I was hurt enough that I didn't have to do the speaking engagement, but I didn't break a leg. That is very wild. Yo, I got to keep it real. I was like, this is the way I'm going to get out this shit. Right? (laughs) And I had a drink at the bar. I saw a staircase right next to it. I was like, yo, if I fall down the steps. And can't nobody ask me to do shit at that point. But it's got to be bad enough that I go to the hospital to actually completely get out of it. Because if I hurt myself, motherfuckers like, oh, we got a chair for you. You don't even got to stand up. You can sit down and speak. So, yes, it gets like that, y'all. So, I want to work on that. I think that the anxiety definitely has decreased. But um, sometimes I feel like a deer in headlights when I first start. So, I kind of want to work through those type of things. So, that's what I'm working on. I'm looking for a coach. Anybody out there, DM us if you can help me. Hmm. Remember shit, you know. Keep my message all together. I got a message, but I can't always remember what I want to say. I am in perimenopause, y'all. Having a lot of symptoms. One of them is memory issues. So that's what I'm working on, y'all. I'm going to need the coach to throw you to push you down the stairs if you're doing that stage. <laughs> I'm going to give you something to cry about. <laughs> Maybe this is just leftover trauma from being a child. I don't know. 
But I said I was going to keep it real with y'all. Like, I was really going to fall down the steps. We're trying to push you down the stairs. I'm going to need you to root through that memory and find out. Because that shit is wild. <laughs> Yo! This is how we kicking off 13. Lucky number 13, y'all. Y'all get that good stuff today. I'm fucked mm. up in the game. Oh, Lord. Why have to go after that? <laughs> Yo! I don't have to go after that. You know, I'm not... I'm trying to weather this fucking cold, man. I'm tropical people. This yeah. shit is absolute trash. Like, I'm freezing all the time i don't know what's going on but i need this weather to, to let up yes. so that i can get a little warmth I'm, i don't like winter activities don't have me outside in the cold i don't like winter so i, yeah. I feel you on that man fuck okay. winter. for all these people out there listening we from new york and marquis <laughs> is from upstate new york i need new yorkers to stop fucking complaining about the shit that happened every year ain't none of y'all moved to a warmer client but every winter it's like oh it's cold was gonna be cold it's getting more cold global warming actually yes. it's actually colder now in 2024 than it has been in the past um so you know that negative extra, numbers in the wind chill three, that extra three degrees y'all like i can't yeah. i'm done <laughs> listen i'm wearing the hoodie the thick socks the blanket i'm tired of this shit i don't want it i, I wear ski pants it. let me be clear fuck all that other shit i wear ski pants Outside, if I'm running errands, if I gotta go okay. out somewhere, I might wear some actual pants. Mm. But if I'm just going fucking around outside, give me some ski pants, y'all, and my ski socks and my boots. I'm not trying to be cold, so yeah. Shout out to my low blood, low iron anemic. <laughs> you know who you are, right out there. You know y'all out there. <laughs> it's rough out there, sis. I feel you. Okay, okay. Well, that's what we're doing. But what's oh, what's something that recently caught your attention? Here go that favorite part of the yeah. show. But now it's their favorite. Now you know they was talking shit about me, y'all. Y'all remember? Now all of a sudden, I didn't oh say my it god, was my favorite. For the favorite. record, I said nothing. <laughs> I did not say our. Um, and maybe she was being facetious. It's I possible. Think so. I think so. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> okay. So, of course, your girl has to be keeping up with politics because how can you not? Like, America's burning down. Um, Ron DeSantis has stepped out of the race. Um, that's what caught my eye because my thought is that you came in second in Iowa. I really think he's trying to vie for VP. That's what I think. I think he's trying to set it all up. So now we got Trump and Nikki Haley. And I'm just going to say Nimrata, because that's her real name. If there is no racism that exists, I doubt that you would be changing your name in order to be more palpable for the people. Mm. So stop with the bullshit, Nimrata. Okay. Oh, and okay. I know that this country is not about to have a woman and a woman of color running. Hell no. And so we got Trump again, y'all. They didn't want and Hillary. They didn't want her. So if they didn't want Hillary in her pantsuits, okay, the white woman, they definitely is not gonna mess with Nimrata. So mm -hmm. now we down to Trump and Biden again. This is gonna be an interesting year. No, it's gonna be an interesting five years. <laughs> and so it's yeah, crazy. that that that's what caught my eye is that the America's burning down. And I'll leave it at that. Remember. Okay. Yeah, it's been burnt, but this shit's gonna burn all the way down to the ground. I'm gonna be an expat living in Costa Rica somewhere. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> you know, people looking at black shit, they ready to go. They've been talking that shit though. So it's like, what well, when you going? 
Right. We're about to pull a trigger, all of us together at one time. We're going to pick some places. We're going to pick six places. Just like how they be like, oh, this is the best cities for Black people to move to. We're going to make it. We're going to make somewhere in Atlanta. We're going to make somewhere in North Carolina. We're going to make somewhere else in Houston. We out, y'all. <laughs> I yeah. think we really should just take over like one of those little ghost towns and build them up. Like, oh, we here. We're taking over this shit. It's ours now. We're claiming mm-hmm. it. <laughs> what about you, Marquia? <laughs> this week, you know, SNL was good <laughs> on Saturday. You know, they revisited the Shannon Sharp, Cat Williams interview. Oh, Lord. I will say the impersonation was very good. Whoever played Shannon Sharp, have that oh no cat why are you doing like that cat um down <laughs> that was did he mention blue diamonds did he mention blue diamonds because uncle shay shay stay talking about that viagra he called them blue diamonds yeah. wait what <laughs> yeah yes you need to follow him and ocho hold him and ocho oh my they god are mass they are mass not what Ocho wearing like, a bonnet with no a, hair he was like yes. if you ain't at least 180 pounds i don't want to see you he like i like i'm nasty Oh, oh God! He's like them Shay blue diamonds, Ocho. Them blue diamonds. <laughs> like, sir. Yeah, like I said, it's been a rough few weeks. So I have I've probably seen things and just didn't care if I'm being honest, because <laughs> I'm just trying to make it. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. Listen, I know it's not my it usual energy. It is what it is. You're not trying. in the stage where anything's <laughs> catching your attention because life is whooping it ends. Oh, I've been watching Millionaire Matchmaker. And wow, oh. I don't know why we let this show have its day. Patty Stanger is very mean. She is oh, calling people mess. fat to their face. And I'm like, oh, girl, but <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Hey, have and your she opinions. got a funny ass shape. So that's she what I'm saying. <laughs> so, like, you know, when you throw those rocks, you right. gotta make sure that your things are in order. Um, so I've been watching that and it's on Netflix. Also, y'all, original love and hip hop, Louis Gucci Pada is on Netflix. <laughs> so if you would like to see vintage Carly Red, do that. I think she was beautiful before all that work. I don't love. Oh, no, no, I don't think done. she's unattractive. She but looks Louis good Gucci now. Prada, wait, wait, wait. She looks no, good. No, I don't. I don't like all the work she's had. I felt like she was fine before, but I mean, everybody has to each his own about their decision. But she corrected I don't think her she work, needed though. it. She corrected her work. Okay, she looking youthful. Well, Louis Gucci Prada. Um, <laughs> that's what the point of that statement was. Go watch you some Carly Red in them heels and Jocelyn walking in. You know, a classic. Hey, mate. I see you with your mate outfit on like you always do. So many classic moments. Maybe I'll watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta from the beginning. Stevie. (laughs) Don't send me back to the strip club. Don't send me back to the strip club, Stevie. Stevie. A moment. A moment. Reality TV when it was good. So, yeah, that was random. But at least there were hopefully some laughs. Um, Kim, what about you? Okay, so while we were talking, I was scrolling, and something came back into my my purview Uh-oh. view, and um, I really want to talk about Common, like and him dating all the ladies and being community peen. I feel like he is. 
Let me run down all the women's that come. Okay, and all dated. of them. Give us, give Just, us the, well, the, the highlights, because you highlights. know I'm pretty sure it's a, a bunch of them. We don't know about. Right. There's more. You know, I don't. I don't slept with a person or two. Didn't count them. I feel you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> these are these are the ones he made public. <laughs> Motherfuckers like he ain't really on the list. Yeah, I like they ain't made it. I forgot. <laughs> you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Like, don't count that. I was in a moment. Okay, now Kim Jones, I guess that's his baby mother. Erica Badu, Taraji Henson, Serena Williams, Angela Rye, Tiffany Haddish, and Jennifer and Hudson. Crazy. And like, now Jennifer Hudson. She got like three DUIs since the end of that Tiffany definitely has definitely changed after that relationship so yikes comment what you doing out here giving up that neo soul peen what you doing that's just special that's just special (laughs) he's singing to you and everything i mean he's very fine though like he is beautiful that's a motherfucker i run you bath He taking you to yoga with him, all types of good shit. Y'all meditating in the he morning. Light the candles. You're like, and he nah. hyping you down. God, he's going to make you a cute meal. Like, here's an omelet for you with some bacon, boo. And avocado. Not bacon. He probably, it's probably a vegan omelet. It's probably actually with just egg and um some voila <laughs> cheese. <laughs> and an amazing smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's gonna oh, sit there and read poetry to you. Right. Poetry to you. He's gonna do it different. Like, let's take a walk by the water. That's the right. trap, ladies. Don't let him do it. Don't let him do it. He's I'm been healed. In. Fuck out of that. I'm <laughs> all in. <laughs> I just hope I'd rather he doesn't have break a good time her. for a short time than not a good time at all. <laughs> I just don't want him to break up with her in the next week. Cause like as soon as he goes public, then it's like it goes to shit. So you the know in effect, right? Everybody listen. Ooh. Not unlike not the not like the Kardashian effect, but definitely there's a common effect, it feels like, you know. Yeah. And the girls be down bad afterwards. <laughs> well, no, Angela Rod, she came right back. She got Jalen. Um, no, she was sad. And also like <laughs> mm, Jalen from Common Girl. Oh, wait. Okay. I'm a little older. You better respect the Fab Five of Michigan girl. Stop playing. Okay, he Jaylen. I still have eyes. And Common versus Jalen Rose, I'm going Common. It's a different type of swag. Again, it's not. Not with that that wig on his head. Not with that carpet (laughs) that he had on his head. Okay, these new braids he looked is really looking real pedestrian. Okay, (laughs) so again, Common is comfortable in his bald. Okay, he is a confident bald king. And he's fine. I did see Angela Rye and Common. No, Angela Rye and Jalen Rose at a gala in DC. And he had those braids in his in and his tux pants was a little too short for me. He wasn't mm-hmm. given what I thought he should be given. Okay. She so like looked I said, amazing. I have <laughs> yeah, she looked She great. was killing it. The outfit, Angela, don't cancel us, mom girl, and daddy by the way. Us. Don't cancel us, by the way. Love you down, but I just I just you know she might not be with him folks. You know, yeah. I'm a fan. And let's I'm a fan of Angela for sure. Let's let's wait until Q4 2024. Let's see if he's still here. That's all I could tell you. Yeah. Then I you can like... say you told you so. Right. Oh Lord. Mm-hmm. I just three. wanted her with like a mm, you know, someone that's like a little younger, a little just more on her her vibe, like that matches her fly. And he was given uncle. I mean, he do look like he spray his hair a little bit because that shit got uh, black uh, is too black. 
You know he's from Detroit. So it's giving Beijing. He, he, yeah, he a little Bama. He's from Detroit. He's it's spraying Beijing, that shit. For sure. That shit is sprayed. Yeah. That shit is fried, to the <laughs> That shit. That look like a taller period piece. <laughs> yeah, I just don't love him for her. I want, I don't know, somebody else. All right. Listen. Love mm-hmm. is in the air, I guess. We'll just figure is it out. It? I, I, I like, listen, comment is on Jennifer Huss's talk show, so they talking. They communicating, which is what our topic is about today. We talking mm-hmm. about communication, y'all. And um, I think it's important we do that. It's time for us to reevaluate our communication, really look at, you know, the triggers, everything. Because, whoo, baby, it feels like people are more sensitive. It feels like a whole bunch of stuff. So that's what we're talking about today. You know, I think communication is more than just words exchange, right? It shapes our relationships, relationship with yourself, relationship with others, you know, how you talk to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, our understanding and ultimately our well-being, right? Whether it's spoken, unspoken, because the face tell all the damn story, even if Especially you don't black say nothing. People. God damn it. No. Turn your face off. Listen, communication brings us together. Like when it's a whole vibe and we kick in, yes, ha ha. Or when it's not, you know, and we like, nah, bitch. Sidebar, last episode, the word motherfucker came up like 30 times. Samuel no. L. Jackson would be proud of us. Okay. Wait, what? It might have been me. Last episode. It was a lot of motherfuckers in the episode. Okay. But I've been cursing a lot. So okay. I, I don't think that was fault. me. Now I'd be cussing, but motherfucker is not my curse word of choice. It's too long. I think it was me and Anisha. Okay. Yeah, that's it's a it's a very long swear word. It's also like a a a, a particular age range that's word. fair I'm, I'm more of a like bitch is my preferred cuss uh, word okay yeah that's right. not mine so yeah I can yeah. see that Right. Or the fuck, or the fuck. I don't. I don't have time for nah. motherfucker. That's a lot of syllables. Now nah, we you you condense it, motherfucker. It's a, hey, it's <laughs> quick. Like, oh, <laughs> drop it. You drop it. You know. Wow. So, well, sorry for those at home. But listen, we got the they got a whole advisory it for, on it. Nah, we did all the time. We do because we never know. Okay, mm-hmm. we get censored if we don't. Hold fast. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna be, I'm 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 gonna be more mindful. Let's see. Let's beep, see. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> it would have been too many beeps up in this point. Redact, redact, redact. You know, but I think like that's the thing, right? Like words are. It's not just words. Like there are so many yeah. things that make up communication from mm-hmm. the words we use, right? The way we use it, because some of us talk real fast, real slow, you know, the mm. cadence, the tone, you could be real hyped up, or you could be laid back, monotone, mm-hmm. hate monotone talk, it's like, give me something, you know, or the body language, they give all Give me a together. climax, give me something. <laughs> Let me know this conversation is over, where are we in the storyline, you know, but and I generally don't have a lot of conflict in my life, and I think it's because of the way that I communicate, right, like, I'm pretty open, generally, right, like, but I've had some moments in my life when I haven't communicated well, which led to negative outcomes, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, either I wanted to be right, I didn't give a damn, or I just wanted to crush somebody's soul. So I have definitely been confrontational and hostile at times. Who says they crush people's soul? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? That's how I feel. I mean, I felt that, but I just never said it out loud. But okay. But we being honest today, right? Like, what we doing? Yeah. Because we're right? clearly communicating. That's right. it. And now other times, right? You know, people was like, oh, my God, I love Kim. You know, I'm positive. Let's talk about what we're doing. How are we going to grow? Communicate with purpose. I'm present. I'm listening. I'm not ignoring you. I'm not on my phone. You know, mm-hmm. I'm asking questions to let you know I'm I'm interested. Like, ooh, 
you know, tell me why your kids got taken from you type shit. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. real I'm real Now present. you're going to hear the fuck today. <laughs> That's going to be my word. I'm stealing it, Marky. Go ahead. <laughs> supportive. I've been vulnerable, empathetic, all the things. And, you know, trying to do some uh, conflict resolution because, you know, repairing a damage. So I think, like, it's really important that we just talk about communication. And so I'm loving this conversation today. Before we get into it, I want to plug the workbook, Hey Sis, You Okay, which will Come help on. you with your communication, your boundary yes, setting, your relationships, and your overall mental well-being. So if you haven't got it, this is a perfect time for you to get it. Go to the website and, and copy it so that you can, you know, work on your communication because it's real out here. So I guess the first question I have, you know, let's start at the beginning, right? Like, how did your family communicate growing up and has that impacted the way that you communicate? Marquia, what's up? How'd y'all communicate in that household? How many siblings you got? You got, I think you got to, you got to lay a lot of some questions. Can, yeah. I don't, people got to understand, right? Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Well, Marquia, you, we hosted, you be trying to make us go deep and personal. We was trying to return a favor. Mm, I love this. Let it go. No. You need to know more. Yeah, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I'm the oldest of three. Um, and I do, and I do give y'all a lot, okay. But there are just certain things where I'm like, eh, that's enough of that. Um, but I mean, we're all very different people. I'm the only water sign in my family, so I was always deemed the most quote unquote sensitive. You know, I had two earth sign sisters, very stubborn, very you know, this is just what it is. My mom's an air sign. Um, my dad's a fire sign. So it was just a lot of different communication styles in our house. I don't know if everything was effective or cohesive i think we're still you know figuring that out together but with age comes growth but yeah it was just kind of it varied i mean you know my parents were young when they had us and well not that young like my mom's like 25 my dad was 30 but i think everyone was just trying to figure out the best way to communicate and even to this day i don't know if i believe that we all know the best ways i think we just kind of know like i'll just move out of your way you might have mine like this you know, if I need this for my mom, I can say this. If I need certain thing for my dad, it's this. But yeah, it varied. I feel like, you know, also being the firstborn, they they did they I was the first kid. And then when they had my siblings, you know, it just just seeing it evolved is different. So it's not probably not a clear answer because I don't, you know. That's that's it. It's Thank just, you for the answer. Yes, <laughs> we not we don't we don't have nothing to say about your answer about the question. <laughs> that's that's your answer. Uh-huh. I love it. I love it. Nanisha, what about you? I'm one of seven. Think <laughs> about that. And grandma lived with us too, and daddy and mommy. So it was a lot of things going on at one time. So I think that the tone was always. My dad, everybody looked at him as he was mean. I don't know if I felt that or not. I just didn't care. I, I don't know. I just asked for whatever I wanted. And he was kind of nice to me. Did he beat me? Yeah, I got whippings. I'm I'm from that, you know, black family. I got whippings. My dad from Alabama. They used to get whipped with sticks and all types mm-hmm. of things from what I understand. So, yeah, no. But the tone was, I think it was pretty just normal. But everybody was loud. There was no quietness in there because a closed mouth don't get fed on the boulevard. So my mom, all she probably heard all day was mommy, 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 for real. Because nobody really went to daddy. We went to daddy when we had to, but we just went to mommy. 
And then grandma, you know, she was kind of loud. She had her stuff to say. So, but of the seven of us, I was probably the most sensitive, similar to you, Marquia. Every time there was an issue, they were like, and the Academy Award goes to. That's mm-hmm. what they used to say. They used to say I was always acting. Everything that happened to me, I, I've been feeling my feelings since I was a, a young child. <laughs> and I've been very clear about what I felt as mm-hmm. a young kid. But I think that two of my older siblings are very outspoken. And so I kind of learned from them. So out of the seven, I think like three of us are pretty outspoken. The rest of us, two of us don't talk really at all too much. And two of us are somewhere in the middle. So I think that that became a very interesting kind of setup. But I do think it impacts the way I communicate. Because my husband, it was just him and his brother, his mother and his dad. And so he's very quiet. And so he's like, why are you screaming at me? And I'm like, I'm not screaming. That's just the way I talk. When my mother comes over, he is like, yo, why is your mom so loud? When the whole family comes over, he just want to leave. And now I'm talking about a Haitian man. I mean, come on. Like, this mm-hmm. shit was stacked against me, y'all. But I kept pushing. <laughs> here I he am. He was I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Most men are. I think that, you know, that might be a, a story for a lot of women. Like, they're always, you know, women communicate, men don't. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they communicate through actions, you know. Yeah, I think similar to you, loud, big, loud family, um, lots of aggression. I think just because, like, we didn't give a fuck. Like, I think for me, you know, like I've said before, I've had to learn how to, like, listen to people and be quiet and stop talking over people because that is everything that goes on in my family. When I was there in December, that shit was like 10 decibel levels higher than normal. <laughs> so, oh, oh, it was people yelling and screaming and we right there across from each other. They was playing spades. They, they, ooh, they came out. It came out. It came out. And I think that, I mean, that, but I've also have been encouraged to be very vocal. And I think that shows up a lot in all the things that I do. Like, you know, sometimes the things I say are tinged with anger. Or like, you know, some annoyance, you know, so I'm definitely not a quiet person. I can for sure say that. So I think, but I'm also not afraid to talk to anyone or go anywhere and speak to people. Like I'm usually one that will initiate conversation with people because, you know, I'm 5'10", I'm black. <laughs> like, you know, and again, like you said, you know, closed mouth don't get fed. So you wanted something, you want that piece of chicken, you better go grab it or say it's yours. Or otherwise Especially it's the pancakes on Saturday, yo. My mom used to be flipping pancakes like she worked at IHOP. But you better take one of them. <laughs> waffle house. <laughs> if you don't get one, it's over. My brothers used to eat all the pancakes, mm. the bacon, the eggs. <laughs> but yeah, man. I, I've i been fighting all my life. All oh, my life. <laughs> I feel like feeling Yes. You know, but I'm I'm a middle child, right? So I've got an older mm-hmm. brother, I've got a younger brother. My mother birth space nine years apart when both of them. So I've got middle child issues. Imagine that all the middle child. Wait, you're nine years there. apart from each of your siblings? Yes. That's why I'm a middle by child. The end so of the year, <laughs> by the end of the year, we all nine years apart. She's like, oop, it's not pal. <laughs> like, what the hell? Here goes somebody else. God, <laughs> I thought it was over. So there's that. So I guess, you know, the next question I have is, you know, uh, given communication, like what are our triggers or what sets you off? Because, you know, it's got to be a lot when you're talking to people and, you know, all the kind of personalities colliding and, you know, things get said, right? Like sometimes conflict starts from like miscommunication. What about you, Anisha? So I think that after years of being a therapist, I wish 
So I'm going to go with the things that I feel good about, and I'll also talk about what I, I don't, I guess. Well, no, we'll just talk about what, what doesn't feel good right now. I don't like people who are judgmental, and I don't like people who can be very critical, right? Because I think we don't ever know someone's story, what's going on in their lives, why things have happened, right? So I'd rather you just be a little bit more curious with me before you come in with the judgment and 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 being critical with me, that doesn't work for me at all. My thing is like, did you think about what were you going to say before you said it? Like you just kind of just talking. Did you think about how what you said was going to impact me and how that would make me feel before you said it? And so for me, that bothers me a lot. I don't like people to be judgmental because you don't know what's going on in my life. And so I'll do my best not to judge you. I'll reserve judgment and I'll ask questions first. So I think that type of stuff kind of ticks me off. And when I get mad, I um, I usually cry because I have learned how to police myself. And so how about I regulate yourself? You learn how to regulate yourself. Well, I mean, right. I listen. Right. I could use emotional regulation, right? But I guess for me, it feels like policing of myself, right? Before somebody else is able to police me in some way. I do it, but yes, regulate myself. So I think I cry so that I won't outwardly show anger and maybe in more of a negative way. So it, I cry because I feel maybe a little helpless in the moment and I need to kind of figure out what I'm feeling, figure out what's going on. And that's kind of my release. And once I do that, now I can figure out how I want to handle it. Now I can figure out what I want to say. I don't cry all the time, but I probably depends on the person that I'm dealing with. And what they've said that really kind of hurt my feelings in some way. But normally I just take some deep breaths and I try and think about what I'm going to say before I say it, because I understand that my words have impact. I probably wasn't always like that. I got better at that. But I remember choosing violence at one point in my life. Mm-hmm. And it, it I, didn't, I never cursed you out, but I knew what to say to hurt you. Right. Like I, I could tear you down quick. And and that's not fair to people, but I know how to do it. It's oh, still in me. You know how to me. crush souls too, huh? You won't break she's my still, soul. Nah, yeah, mm-hmm. she's still in me. And, and you know, you catch me on the right day. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to give you all the smoke. And I'm going to oh. hurt you. But, you know. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> oh, you said you... So Kim told me before we had a conversation, like, she wanted the real today. So I was like, listen... <laughs> No, I'm not going to come. I probably don't come as any therapist no more anyway. She probably, you know, she's still here. But this is really what happens. And, 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 you know, if I'm real about what happens in my life, the thoughts that I have. You know, I might not act on my thoughts, but they're there. We all here. Yeah, we yeah here. I'll crush you. I know what to say to crush you. So I know your weaknesses. It. Yeah. Gotta have soul power. <laughs> what about you, Marquia? You crushing souls? Um, I don't know. I mean, I can, but I try very hard not to be that person anymore. I don't think people appreciate it, which is unfortunate because then when I have to be that person, then it's no, oh my God, you went too far. Did I? <laughs> or did you, did you, did you ask for this? I don't do well with people that come in hot. <laughs> like, do not start Coming on 10 <laughs> because I'm not going to respond to that. I'm very like, okay, like you're upset. What happened? Explain to me what is the issue. I want to help find the solution to the problem. So when you come in with all the, aha, I don't have it. I'm going to shut down and I'm not going to engage with you 
Or if you keep pushing me and I'm out back into a corner, I'm going to hurt your feelings. Again, I do not like to be that person. So I'm always like, okay, like, see you're upset. What happened? Like, talk me through it. Like, what's going on? Let's try to work through it. Like, try. Hold on. I'm trying right. to I'm trying to stop the tsunami. Don't right. play with me. But when you still, excuse me, keep going or you are not willing to articulate what's going on or it's just very accusatory, I don't respond well to that. I don't respond well when I am being vulnerable with people and it feels like I'm being criticized or judged. I shut down. I'll never tell you anything ever again. Literally, I will never tell you everything, anything ever again. Are you okay? I'm fine. Oh, you see me? I'm fine. Because you don't care. You don't, you don't want to know. So why am I going to waste my energy and my time sharing and communicating those things with you if you're either going to use it to judge me or use it to being, continue to be committed to not understanding the situation? Like, people don't have to share shit with you. People don't have to be vulnerable. People don't have to engage with you. And I think people forget that. I'm like, you are not entitled to anyone's story or anyone's business. And when people choose to share that information with you, when you mishandle that, whether intentionally or unintentionally, you have to understand that you're causing harm and it's ultimately going to impact how they engage with you moving forward. So when I communicate with people, I do try to keep that in mind. You know, even when people like share things that I don't necessarily agree with, I ask questions. I'm just like, okay, so tell me more. Like, okay, so you did this. Okay. Like, why did you do this? How did this make you feel? You know, are you happy with your choice? I'm gonna let you walk away with the decision, boo. Like at the end of the day. Now there are sometimes I'll be like, no friend, I don't know about that, but I do try to be cognizant again, when people share those vulnerable moments, because, you know, we all make bad decisions in the moment and we all make choices and shit that feel right in the moment. And there's nothing worse when you're just like, damn, I'm just trying to make sense of it. And somebody's like, well, bitch, you know, you was being dumb, right? Like that just, but you that's that curiosity that. that I speak hmm. about, right? At least you're asking questions and being curious. Yeah. And no, I mean, I like, appreciate and that. Yeah. it may not even be necessarily curious. It may be essentially me just being like, oh, I know if I say what I'm actually thinking, this Mm. is not going to be received well. So let me ask more questions so then I can have a more informed, okay, well, you know, I'm here to support you. And also when you come back and say, well, this this, is something, well, remember you said this is this. Is this in alignment with what you wanted to do? And you can change Mm. your mind. Changing your mind is always an option. (laughs) But I just want you to remember these are, and I don't forget shit. This is what you said. So I was, I was acting in alignment with what information was provided to me. So, yeah. Mm, Okay, now. Okay, we, oh, we got you today now, Marquis. All right, now. You still crushing souls, though. Listen, I think we all have that in us. Mm -hmm. I think what sets me off are very hypocritical people, right? Like, and by Mm -hmm. that, I mean what people say versus what they do. Oh, I'm gonna do this, and then you go do something different. I think for me, because like truth and sort of living authentically means everything is in alignment. So now it feels like you're lying. Like, I don't like lying. If I know you're lying, I'm like, "Mm." if somebody says something that really like hits like one of my values, they might get some decibels and some tone. Like not like slut shaming, but just like things where you're like, wow, you really out here doing patriarchal shit and it's whack as fuck. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think things that feel wrong, right? Like as a, as a, you know, human response or behavior, that would definitely set me off some shit that somebody's doing wrong. I think people who are, for the most part, constantly critical of everything, like they criticize everything. It's like, yo, shut the fuck up. 
Mm-hmm. Like, like it's a problem with everything. Yeah, damn, you the problem. You Hello? a negative ass person. Go find your joy, motherfucker. Everything oh. is negative for you, right? Like that doesn't necessarily mean that you know people are not negative or the perception of negativity is truth telling. But it's like, damn, mm-hmm. like ninety percent of the time, you just you everything is wrong. People are wrong. You always got somebody complaining about. Like mm-hmm. I get, I get mad. Like I don't want to hear this shit. Like, there's nothing here for us. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I don't really get too mad about people, you know, and loud, you know, aggressive. I think just because sometimes I'm I'm seeing it as, like, a response to something. And it's like, all right, whatever. As long as you don't put your hands on me, you can say whatever you want. So, okay, well, what kind of communication do you respond well to? How somebody got to talk to you? Talk to me nice. I'm very, <laughs> like, I'm serious. Like, especially, like, if I'm down bad, like. You know, special shout out to Carlette. I'm like, you know, hey, this last month has hey. been like really tough. And like, she'll just be like, hey, friend, are you okay? Like, how are you feeling? And just like holds the space. She doesn't try to solve it. I think there is something to people when your friends are upset, stop trying to solve the problem because maybe they just want to say, Bitch, everything is terrible, and I hate fucking everything. And here you are talking about, well, you know, the sun will come out tomorrow. Bitch, no, it won't. It's actually not. It's not. Yeah, you're right. Actually, the forecast said it's gonna fucking thunderstorm. They said cloudy with a chance of meatballs, but this like (laughs) there is something to like. Stop trying to solve people's problems. Like that should be. But again, there's just something to people that. Or like, okay, what can I do? Or like, how can I help? Or if you do ask them, like, what could I have done differently? And they're not like, well, you know, I wouldn't like, no, they come in with like, hey, you know, you said you wanted to do this. You did this. Maybe this is where it went left. Or is it possible that like they help you problem solve like that for me is very important when communicating or like if you see like someone doing something great and just be like wow I'm so proud of you versus you know them sneak diss and hater ass people oh, I see you in your little thing going on like I why you, you know like, black what? people they always use little but some shit you be like are you, you little business you, going right hey what you, how you trying little to podcast say? like uh, doing well thank you right uh. <laughs> great so much for little i'm doing shit you ain't doing exactly but you know what i mean like when people are not on that you know when people are genuinely happy for you and genuinely Mm -hmm. mean it or you know you know genuinely check in i hate a person like oh hey girl how you doing and you're like oh i'm fine and they're like yes let me take and it's like "Mm." i have some people that i don't even like to answer my phone because you don't care about me i don't get a word in and I listen to people all day. Can you at least listen to me for two minutes? Did right. you even ask me how I was doing? Or you just like. Right. Like just. So, and yeah. like sometimes, you know, like your shit spills out. But then like and then when it happens with me, I try to like turn it right back and be like, hey, like, so what were you saying? Like, um, you know, back to what you were saying, like, you know, like it's OK to try to, you know, relate or commiserate in a moment. But also, I think there's something to people that turn it back to me like okay no or like I have friends that will hold me accountable and be like oh but I asked you a question and you didn't answer the question like I asked you how you were doing and then you asked me about me <laughs> like hold on <laughs> let's go back to that and have that conversation so mm-hmm. those things do well for me more of that for Marquia in 2020 Philip. what about you Anisha what kind of com- balanced communication <laughs> works well for me? No, I mean, I, I think that when I'm talking about communication, just meaning like um, when you call and you want to talk, 
Yes, I am here to listen, right? But also, I will probably like to talk to. So something a little bit more balanced. And also, I need people with energy, right? Like, now, if you're sad, like, I get it. But, like, you have to have some type of energy. I can't do the monotone thing. Just doesn't work for me. It just kind of kills me altogether. And, yeah, I think I need somebody who is patient, is patient, right? I think that they are patient with their words. They're not trying to get it all out to me at one point, right? Like they kind of slow down a little bit. Yeah, I just like people who take me into consideration, I guess. And so how how do I take people into consideration? How do people take me into consideration? I think that's all that I want. Yeah, if you can do that, I can respond well to that. Y'all yeah. heard it here. Listen, we giving y'all the mm-hmm. blueprint to a good relationship. <laughs> you better listen up. I like people who use decisive, like very kind of like clear communication. Mm. I can't follow people who just, you know, I have been that person and I absolutely know how it feels because people have given me that feedback. But like, if you take me on a whole damn story and tangents, I don't know where the (laughs) fuck we at. Yo. What are we trying to do here? Clear, concise communication. <laughs> nice. What you want now? I done lost the hell, the damn point five minutes ago in in the, the, the second story. <laughs> so I think, you know, I like a lot of people just like words, 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 words. And sometimes it's like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, get to the point. Thank you. I appreciate it. I do like people who are empathetic, like people, oh, yeah, you know, I can see how that a lot of, you know, like, all right, mm-hmm. did you hear what I said? Do you get it? Like, don't try and give me devil's advocate and shit. No, Ooh, like. The devil don't need no advocate. <laughs> like, come on. I think people who, like, remember things, like, if I told you something a while back and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember, like, that means you were mm-hmm. really paying attention to, like, yeah. who I am. Like, are you like, oh, how's that thing that, you know, you was telling me about? Yep. <laughs> that that means a lot because you were paying attention all right and i think a lot of people don't listen and they don't pay attention they don't you're like well damn you don't remember mm-hmm. me telling you that eight times god fucking i ain't telling you no more right <laughs> i'm done okay done done so uh, you know doing if you don't care right but I, I generally respond well i think to people who have like interesting things going on people who are doing things like i'm not really someone who is stagnant so people like oh you know like if you watch tv all day every day you don't do nothing with your life we're not i'm not gonna don't call me don't i'm not that kind of friend be careful if you go out at night because you're gonna be out all night (laughs) but yeah right i'm 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 not trying to just exist i'm trying to live but when it comes to kim I'm going to live before 11 with you. <laughs> That's all I got to say. We well, can like, have a crazy time in the daytime. <laughs> Last time I saw her, two something, three o'clock in the morning. I That's said, sure. Jesus. It was a regular night. We was chilling. And she and she still had energy. I'd be looking yeah. over at her like, what do you got? A Duracell battery in your back? <laughs> like, what is going on? It's a superpower. I, I leave at three people. and she'd be like, oh, and then I went another place after. How? Right. The after, you know after party. <laughs> Awesome. Listen, y'all. I'm tired. not just. I'm not a party person. These are moments. These are not everyday things. I want I, people to understand. Okay. It's not Monday through Sunday. It, I do not do that because most of the time I'm in front of a computer working. <laughs> so, this is true. This is you true. know. It, these are moments of good times and very good moments. Big good moments. moments. <laughs> so to frame that. Yeah, I think I just, you know, I like interesting people. I like people who have interesting things. Even if you like really like 
into something obsessively into something like oh, let's talk about it you know at least you got some passion yeah. you some passion don't what be, you into What's don't be a wet blanket because it ain't gonna I, nothing okay i gotta go how has your communication style or habits changed over time if so like how how's that been going has it changed over time I think that the way that I communicate has definitely changed over time. I think that I'm a better communicator. I think that the bulk of the work that I do as a therapist is that I help people communicate. So I had to get to a point where I was a better communicator because of that. I think that over time, I've chose violence less. I've advocated for myself more. Like I figured out what I want what I need and I'm able to actually say it now in a way that maybe could have been hard for me at other times. I'm more clear at times and more concise. I try not to go around the block unless I got a good story, but I'm going to tell you I got a good story because I want you to know what I'm doing. (laughs) I want you to know that there's a beginning and an end to this and that you just won't be, I won't just be aimlessly talking to you. But I do think that as I've grown as a person, that my communication has improved. And I'm better at boundaries than I ever was before. So I'm excited about that, actually. I think I'm a better friend, too, these days because of that. So I appreciate that about myself. And I know how to, you know what, my communication has changed. I know how to tell people how I feel about them. Like, especially when I care about you, I'm able to say it now in a way that I don't know. I know I said it before when I was younger. I remember that. But I'm I'm really able to tell people, like, how I feel about them. And I I like that about me. It's a cultural thing, right? Like, motherfuckers don't just be like, I appreciate you type shit. You're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah. It'd be like, you good? Uh, what was that? Like, was that supposed to be you telling me I did a great job? Like, the things that we say sometimes, I'll be just like, Ugh. can you kind of explain it? Can you give me more? So, yeah, I think I'm more vulnerable, which I actually like these parts of me. Someone texted me the other day and was like, I really appreciate our friendship. Like, thank you. And I was like, oh, because she's not the type of person who communicates like that. But because I would tell her I appreciate her and I love her and stuff like that, now she does the same. And she was like, yeah, I wasn't like that. So actually, she thought that I liked her. Like, like, Like romantically. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, I told her that I loved her before. And I was like, I really like, I have fun with you. And and one day she just was looking at me in a car like. She like, I why said, you oh, wait. to me sexually? I said, <laughs> on the phone, I, said wait. I said, oh, wait, you think I like you like you? She was like, I wasn't sure. No, I just like you as a person. I, I love our friendship. I, I love you. Like uh, She was like, oh, <laughs> like, I don't usually communicate with people like that. And people don't communicate with me like that. So I was confused. I was like, oh, damn. She thought I was coming on to her. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, young M.A. <laughs> you call her Stephanie? I call her Stephanie. <laughs> Ooh. Yo. I just want the neck, no more. Yo, I, I seen a look on her face in the car. I was like, oh, wait. I said, oh, oh wait, you think I, you, you think I like you? Like, romantically? She was like, I wasn't sure. And he sh-. I said, oh, damn. I'm not tricking the girlies into thinking that I date them. <laughs> you know how you're tricking people? No. Uh, maybe some men. Anyway. But men, I think, also choose to hear what they want to hear. I do believe that a lot of times. Yeah, I'll leave that at that. But as I've gotten older, 
I mean, I've always been big on clear communication because I don't like my feelings to be hurt. So I try not to hurt other people's feelings. But I've also gotten real good at just not speaking when I'm like, oh, like I'm I'm not doing this. Like I'm done communicating now. I'm not engaging. I don't engage in shit. People start yelling and doing all that shit. I'll be like, all right, well, talk to me when you're calm because I'm not meeting you there. So you have a great time being mad by yourself. When you want to talk, we can talk. If you don't want to talk, I wish you the best of luck in all your future endeavors. It's that simple. So that's kind of how mine has really evolved. Mm-hmm. I'm not going back and forth for nobody. Like you got it. <laughs> like, people are, people are sometimes just so committed to like misunderstanding and being in conflict. Like you're like, damn, you got to recognize when that happens. But yourself, like, you got to it. Move yourself. You seem upset. If you would like to talk about this when you are calm, I am happy to do so. If you feel that this is not worth having a conversation later, okay. I think how my communication style or habit has changed over time is that. You know, I think when I was younger, I wasn't as confident, right? Like to speak up or to say things. So I think a lot of things slid and it depended on the situation, like work shit, because I didn't want to get rowdy, let them mm-hmm. see the real Kim, you know, like, ooh, y'all tsunami coming your way. You got some dynamite. I got TNT for that ass. <laughs> so, but now, you know, I know how to read people out in lavender professionally. Mm-hmm. But I also think just like, you know, for a long time, I think, sometimes how it came out wasn't always in the the best of ways and so you know really understanding you know how I communicate with people for understanding or for that for whatever is super important right like if I want this to go well how do I need to approach this and speak about it you know Mm -hmm. I really do think about like my tactics that I have to deploy in certain situations like you know if you say this this is what's going to happen and so I really had to like take stock of how I want an outcome to be and mm-hmm. and then backtrack and figure out how do I how do I put that in place but I think for a lot of people right like as you get older and more things come about your way and you learn how to handle them you develop confidence and you can speak more confidently like my words have definitely changed or the words mm-hmm. that I've used so I think that's definitely I've seen that right like yeah I've got a business I can talk business to people right like mm-hmm. you know I may not have been able to do it as well before or being spaces where I'm, you know, managing, you know, certain things. And so I think that just comes with time or also experience, right? Like putting yourself in places and spaces where you're getting that experience to do that is super important. Does being a Black woman impact the way you communicate or how people receive your communication? Definitely impacts how people receive it. Doesn't change how I communicate though. And the older I've gotten, I just, I'm Black, listen. And I be at work like, you know, these are some cultural differences here. And I don't understand it from a cultural standpoint. A la, in the vein of communication, the lack of please and thank yous, the lack of hello before asking you for something in an email, just be confusing the shit out of me. And every time I just be like, did we go to bed together last night? I'm confused. Like, why are you not saying hello? Why are you not saying good morning? Why are you not saying please? Why are you not saying thank you? Ain't no slaves here. So you like talk to I, me nice. And <laughs> I dead ass respond to people. Like when people are like, oh, I need this. I'm sorry. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Oh, hi. How are you? That's what the fuck I thought. Like, don't don't do that. Yes, I get a paycheck here, but I am a person first. Um, and I remember what was it when I worked at the University of Albany? JR. I know JR don't listen to this, but in the event that, <laughs> but in the event that JR ever did. <laughs> Me and yes, JR went out at one time and he said, 
I just don't understand why you can't do what I tell you. I said, because slavery is over and my daddy don't talk to me crazy and you're not going to talk to me crazy. It's that simple. My daddy don't talk to me like this. Not the slavery. They wasn't, he wasn't ready for that. No, JR was, was like, what in the? Who in the? <laughs> JR was tired of me. But then we became like the best of friends. That's my homie. I loved him so much. You but it just to, took a little minute. After you had to pull him. You had to bust him up. Because <laughs> I'm not the one or the two. Again, we can be as cordial and as happy as you want to be. You set the tone. You get crazy with me. I match your energy. I used to try to code switch and shit. I be mean, it's like, I'm not even going to hold you. Like, I, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, I've been a code switcher throughout. <laughs> I've been a code switcher throughout my whole life. I ain't going front. I'm better now. I think that I was reading, I was watching something, I think, and it was like, it's nice to get to that point where you don't give a fuck. And mm-hmm. that's, I'm almost there. Like, I'm a step away from it. But I definitely don't give a fuck as much as I used to. And it's really nice. Like, I really just get to, I really just get to be me, right? And say the things I want to say in the tone that I want to say it with any inflection that I want to give. Like, if I want to give a little black girl, you know, head or whatever. Like, I want to, I do it all now. I I, I don't kind of think about how it impacts the other person because I know that I'm being respectful. Like, all the things I'm supposed to be when I communicate with people, I am that. But I just got to put my black girl tinge on it now. And I'm okay with that, right? Like, and I think about in workspaces where I was like the only black girl and how hard that was sometimes. And I would try not to use too much slang words and I would try and make sure that I was like concise and clear and things like that. And back then I wasn't doing it so that I could communicate better is that I was trying to make other people feel more comfortable. And I think it's really nice to be in a space in my life where like, I don't need to make you feel comfortable in that way, right? I can just be me. And if that's not comfortable for you, then you got to figure out why it's not. I don't got to take care of you. And I think that in some way, you know, I was taught to take care of people and their feelings. And maybe it was because I was one of seven kids, right? And I I was taking care of other people and their feelings so much because it was so many of us. But I don't have to do that anymore. And so I think that that's been really nice. I think that as a Black woman, I'm not always, I don't always feel heard and, you know, as a therapist to mainly black and brown women, <laughs> I hear that a lot. You know, I have clients who are VPs and things like that, and they still feel like, you know, their opinions are not taken with the same weight as other people. Like someone else will have to come behind their idea and basically co-sign it. And then everybody is like, yeah, 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 that's a great idea. And so I think that that struggle to feel seen and feel heard as a black woman sometimes, I think causes us to communicate in a different way. Because now I got to put a little bass in my voice because you act like you don't hear me because you act mm-hmm. like you don't see me. And so now I got to make you see me and I got to make you hear me. And that's really tiring. I don't want to do all of that. But sometimes we have to do it. And I think that can be really rough being a black woman and having to communicate in a certain way where you feel seen and you feel heard and respected by other people. It can be difficult. Yeah, I mean, I think when I think about, I mean, it's not just white spaces, it's male dominated spaces, right? Like, I'm going, I will say, excuse me, did you not hear what I just said? Oh, I just said that. Like, I'm not playing with you, because what we're not going to do is sit here and let you take my intellectual property, my brilliance, my creativity, um, because people will remix your shit and act like it was theirs. Um, And I think, I think, of you know, it does impact, like, 
how we communicate as Black women because sometimes we have to protect ourselves, right? Like, is it a protection or defense mechanism because we know that we're not going to be heard or we know that people are going to misconstrue what we say, right? Like they say, you know, introverted, quiet girls are seen as stuck up or this. So it damned if you do, damned if you don't. So, you know, live how you want to because it won't matter anyway if you try to people please or you try to, you know, you be more palatable to people because it's not, it'll never work because you're black, you're a black woman. So fuck it, go be loud because that's what I am. People can hear my laugh from a mile away. I'm very talkative. So people was like, you know, so they understand that when I'm, when I'm in the building, we having a good time. What you want? Coming up towards the end a little bit, right? Are there any communication habits you want to incorporate or work on in 2024? I think I want to continue to be clear in my communication. I think that's always very important. Um, now, there's some people who are going to work their hardest to misunderstand you. And ain't nothing I can do about that. But I can do my best to be clear and continue to be concise and continue to be curious. I think for me, that's really what I want to be. Clear, concise, and curious. I want to continue to bring that into 2024. and maybe not having so many feelings around everything. I like to feel my feelings, but sometimes, you know, uh, everything didn't need a feeling. Everything that bothered me, I don't got to talk about it, right? I could work some shit out on my own. I don't need to work it out with the person. And if I really do, then I should. But I think that I don't have to feel all the feelings all the time. Because I, you know, I don't know if it's always beneficial. So that's what I'm going to try and do. I want to stop expecting people to communicate in the ways that I do. Um, oh, come on. That's a, that's a word. That's a word. I can't front. That's, that's a word. On that. Let me snap that's on how that. you get your feelings hurt. Um, because I, Ooh. especially in this last like month and a half, like I am a very clear communication person. I did not like this. This is why I did not like this. <laughs> Moving forward, I would like you not to do X, Y, Z. Is there anything that I do that you also feel similarly about that I too can work on? Because you can't just be like, oh, bitch, but you're wrong all the time and act like you don't do shit wrong. And when people, I'm learning that people are not, un, they're not able to communicate truthfully. And maybe it's because people didn't give them the space to or the opportunity to, but people really struggle with just like being truthful and being honest and communicating in clear ways. And at my big old age of 36, every single time, <laughs> my feelings get hurt because I'm like, I just don't understand. Like I told you clearly what I needed or what I wanted. And I asked you to do the same and you opted to do the complete opposite. So in order to preserve my mental health, my feelings, my everything, I'm just going to be leaving people where they at. Okay, girl. So clearly, or okay, sir, clearly you can't you know, communicate in the way that I need. Maybe this is not something that I need in my life. Good luck. Godspeed. Goodbye. Like, I'm just, because I can't, it, it's not sustainable. You said and, kiss my grits. Okay. Yeah, kiss my ass, actually. Oh, um, yes, yes. In the words of Tyra Bang, kiss my fat ass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, Tyra. <laughs> we are here quoting Tyra. We are here quoting Tyra in 2024. Come on, Tyra. So relevant. ATM. That was that was a moment when she really thought she ate talking about kiss my fat ass. All right, so yeah. She should have mm -hmm. said kiss my big forehead. That'd have been more. Okay, accurate. kiss my <laughs> light bulb head. <laughs> I can't with y'all.
<laughs> my big fast forehead, baby. I'd have got that. Okay. <laughs> if y'all don't know, maybe we should put the YouTube clip in the notes so people can go revisit that meltdown like, she had on her show. They could Google that, girl. They mm. go on YouTube they sell. You, you got the gist. Go find it. Type in Tyra yeah. and the phrase, and it'll pop up. Wild times. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. that's where the I'm good at. old days. No. Yeah. I think I would like to work on being more thoughtful. Um, I realize that like the things that I do for people, like they're the they're like big helping things, but they're not like little thoughtful things like, oh, I thought about you, I saw this thing, I gave you a gift, or like you that's that. not my scene. Oh, that's me all day. Right. <laughs> um, but I don't want to do it a lot. I just want to do it enough where it's like, okay, right? Like, because mm-hmm. usually I don't really talk to people a lot. Like I like to see people in person. I don't really like talking on the phone a lot because it's like I'm doing shit. Like I need my hands to be free. So mm-hmm. I heard you say that. And I was just thinking about how to help a little bit or, or like, you know, just wanted to follow up, right? Like I don't do good follow up, you know, Okay. My, I got my phrase. Hey, I'm checking up on you. Like I, I copy and paste that to anybody and, Lord. you know, because I don't have time to be like, Hey person that, cause it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of people, but like I'm invested in you. I'm checking up. Okay. On you. Is that enough? It you know I don't know, but I I guess I got to figure out what that thoughtful really looks like because that could get me caught up in a lot of things too. Yeah, you know, got to figure that out. So, um, is it building a culture of you know of thoughtfulness amongst my people? Maybe, maybe, maybe it is. Yeah. How do we do more of that, right? Yeah. But that also is like you know I didn't come from that. Like we had no money to do shit like that, but you know, whatever. We'll see. I mean, are there any communication habits you want to let go? Let it go. Mm -hmm. That's a hard one. I'm not over accommodating anymore. So, in the same vein, is what I bam. I said what I said. Like, (laughs) get with it or get left. In 2024, I don't mm. like Shark Tank. I'm out. Like that's just where I'm at with it. So. Shark Tank, I'm out. Um, I don't know if I really need to. I I don't really. I don't think I need to let go of anything. Yeah. No. I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm all right. There it is. I'm all right. Not with the trick. Let me be clear. Let me not be clear. With, not with the shit that set you off. None of that. Okay. Keep it on. Well, if it set me off, that's just a message, right? It's sending me a message that I'm not happy about what's being said. Right. I'm not going to always like anger is real. Disappointment is real. Frustration are real feelings. Right. Like, so, yeah, maybe it's, I, I don't need to do anything about my triggers. Maybe you need to not do shit that you do. <laughs> like, it ain't me. It's you. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, I think there are moments when I, I don't want to know if it's overreacting or I make up stories in my head about like people. <laughs> and so when I get a hold of you, I'm mm-hmm. acting on that story. And sometimes I just need to ask questions like, you know, so I'm going to let go that. that. Right. Like, <laughs> what were you thinking? So mm-hmm. I just want, I want to let go of stories that I make up about people in the absence of things. Right. Like, oh, mm-hmm. right. Like, she oh, see me calling her. Well, you see me calling him. You know, like, I don't need to do all of that. I'll just be like, all right, maybe they busy. Right? Like, mm-hmm. that's what, it, like, let's not, you know, make up devastating negative things in my head about 
people in the I absence like of their communication or when they're being passive aggressive like they they're like purposely doing it let niggas let niggas sit in their passive aggression child they'll be Ooh. Ooh. don't bring that shit over here don't Ooh. no 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 if Baby. you want to sit in it don't sit with me don't but i'm saying you can sit in over I'm there sit. i'm not gonna <laughs> don't, i'm not gonna engage for me because nobody Listen, sit for you. Yeah, nobody got no time Ooh. for that shit. Learn how to properly communicate, people. <laughs> like, yeah, if you're so. not over there in your corner. Mm-hmm. Holla mm-hmm. at me when you're ready to talk. Shop, 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 you know. So, okay, well, what tools, resources can listeners use for healthy communication? Like, we don't did some things. What, the, what, what can they use to help them out? I think I need people to embrace empathy. Like, I really need y'all to, like, I need you to seek to understand people's perspectives, right? I need you to acknowledge people's emotions. I need you to respond with compassion, y'all. Like, everything, everybody don't want no smoke with you, okay? That's what I need. I need need people to listen when someone is telling you the way that they want to be communicated to, right? And also, if I communicate to you the way that you are speaking to me is negatively impacting me, please listen. Please listen and think about doing something different. I think that, and and I, one more, I, I think that you need to really prioritize self-care and recognize when you need to kind of establish some, pro, some boundaries, you know, mm. to protect your well-being, right? Nedra Tawab, she has a great book, Set Boundaries, Find Peace. That's okay, y'all. Book. I got it. Like, I just need you guys to really kind of establish boundaries with people so you can protect yourself. Because, you know, if, if other people around you won't change, then you have to change. That's what I'll throw out there for now. Maybe I'll figure out some other stuff before we end it. But go ahead, y'all. Somebody else, get them. Get a people something. I'm a big fan of self-reflection. I'm actually probably okay. a hermit. In my old, the older I get, the more I'm just like, I just like my own company. But I do reflect back on things and situations if I have discussions, probably think about it too much if we're being honest. Because I've had conversations where I've called Kim and been like, okay, girl, so like this happened. And like, do you think I was wrong? And like, do you think I should have done this differently? And like, what could I have done differently? But I also live in a space if I care about you, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Like, I never try to go into it with malicious intent. Now I'm human. And again, if you catch me on the wrong day, you say some slick shit. Hey, I'm sorry about it. And we I'll apologize and say maybe I didn't have to say that to you. But I am a I'm also able to reflect and be like, hey, like I think I fucked this up or I miscommunicated this. And you know, if I offended you, that definitely wasn't my intention. I'm totally sorry for doing that. Whatever, whatever. Like I'm not like a if you felt away, like I'll say I'm sorry if mm. I'm wrong, given mm. I'm wrong. <laughs> now, if I'm not wrong, I'm not saying sorry, but I'll be sorry that you're upset. I'm upset. I'm sad that we're in this place, but mm. not sorry that I had to tell you that you ain't shit. That, ah, that ah. may not be sorry about that. So, Wait, not to not tell you that you ain't shit. Damn. <laughs> Sometimes. I was on board with you until you hit me. That said, you ain't shit, motherfucker. I, she did say earlier, I said what I said. Like, oh, I you know, there's some situations where you just got to be like, and you were dead ass wrong. And I'm not sorry. And that's just what it is. I want to be clear and concise with my communication. Absolutely. <laughs> but if I feel like, damn, maybe I had to come at it like that. Damn, I came in hot. And maybe these are the factors that were impacting it. I could say, damn, I'm sorry. Like, it wasn't okay. even all that. I love that. I love that. I think, like, two things, right? Like, 
that Nisha, the thing you said about expressing gratitude and appreciation regularly to people, right? I think we have to model that because once you do it, then other people will will respond or they'll do it too. So it's got to start with somebody, you know. Right. Text five people like what you appreciate about them, you know, because we need that, right? Like they're gonna talk to you nice if you do that shit. I tell you that much. If you're coming hot, I don't know what you're doing. If you say you ain't shit, motherfucker, they're gonna like now we got to talk about conflict resolution at that point. Right? Now you want smoke. Yeah. But and we'll say this about conflict. Uh, That's the one thing. A lot of people are conflict averse, but yeah, yeah, and they throw yeah. rocks and hide their hand. Don't get crazy with me and then be mad and I when I'm like, I said <laughs> this. So, yeah. like, conflict resolution, however, as the kids say, stand on business. If you're going to uh-huh. be trying to, if you're going to try to have beef and smoke with people, be ready to deal with the consequences and be able to have a conversation and don't bitch out and be like, oh, uh, uh, no. You said what you said, right? I got to give it to you now. Okay. Yeah. That's all I had to say on that. Sorry. Triggering. No, I I listen, (laughs) I I mean, that's what we, that's what this is about, right? Like, you know, we get in conflict. Somebody want to be right. Like I just said, you know, I'm trying to crush souls. It don't need to be about proving a point or being the smartest or whatever. So I think sometimes we got to think about the energy we want to expend on this. Like, do I really want to make somebody like my one of my best friends feel really bad after mm-hmm. they did something that they made me mad? No, like that's not helpful to pile up on people when they already in fucked up situations or they did something, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think choosing your battles wisely is probably mm-hmm. one of the best pieces of advice is that in, in advice that anyone can take or give, right? Like what do you want the smoke or not if you don't want mm-hmm. the smoke you don't want the energy or you don't want the relationship to sour you know people be breaking up over like weird weird shit and i was like well, mm-hmm. wait y'all not friends because of that i'm so confused how did that work right <laughs> people be breaking be up petty over- shit like that that's what it was but the, <laughs> it's not that in though 10 years but we what also the- know that it's not that, though. That's the no, straw. The petty thing was the straw. And I think that also to the point about self-reflection, that people have to remember that, too. Were you doing little shit the whole time and the person was saying, hey, nigga, I don't like this. Hey, bitch, I don't like this. And you just kept doing the same shit. And then you fucked around and found out on the last thing. You're like, really? You mad over $5? The $5 is a representation. <laughs> like, that's the thing that people don't Bitch, I'm mad about a dollar. I'm mad about a dollar. <laughs> one damn dollar i feel you it's so many layers to this i mean we could talk forever but we should go because i mean we did the damn late? thing yeah okay, but we yeah. did the damn thing i think people will we didn't curse a lot we gave them energy we let each other talk I, we I know, each other. it was real different from the i got a nick i got a bitch i mean <laughs> i heard a lot <laughs> but but again we did a great job ladies it, Thank you for listening, guys. No. <laughs> it was the frequency of the words. It was it was it was a lot. <laughs> that was so that's all I can tell you. Marquia, take us out, girl. Yeah, thank y'all as always for listening to the Black Women Behold podcast. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can follow us on social media at Black Women Behold. Um, you can also head over to our website at blackwomenbehold.com where you can also purchase the workbook that Kim um, mentioned earlier in the episode. See how I tied that back in. And we'll be back probably with like one more episode for this season. And then we'll be back again with like another season. So like, it's just like, a, 
you know, don't, it's like a mashup. Don't forget about us. <laughs> we'll be back. You know, it's a little, it's a little intermission, and we back because we took a really long one. So we can't you know. go way too long. <laughs> yeah, we can't do that again. So again, thank y'all for listening, and have a great day. Bye, y'all. All right, y'all. We see y'all Bye. next time. Thank you for listening to the Black Woman Be Whole podcast. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can find us on Instagram at Black Woman Be Whole, on Facebook at Black Woman Be Whole. You can even go to our website, blackwomenbehold.com, where you can join our mailing list and you can find out what we're doing as far as events, where we'll be, if we're vending. You can also get a heads up on any information about upcoming podcasts and any product releases we're having. We appreciate you, sis. We'll see you next time.